Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. It's a drawing room. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. the nil-nil kid. Uh, all I know is draws. All we know are nil-nil draws. I am joined, of course, by my guy and yours. It's super Yaya. It's draw Yaya, man. I am drawn to draw ya. Draw yeah, there we go. <laughs> kind of like uh, Yarbroix, which is what I called him today. <laughs> oh, man. Rapids with their sixth nil-nil draw at home this season to Houston. Their seventh on the year. They went nil-nil at Vancouver. Uh, my guy, there is very little to talk about in this one. Um this is the recipe. This has been the recipe all season at home. <laughs> this is it. They come out looking great. They have chances for the first 15 to 20 minutes. I tweet something about how great the attack looks and how much I love how much they're working hard and the and the energy is there. And then the second half start, and then it, it kind of like settles down and, and nothing happens right near halftime. And then the second half, the other team kind of finds something. And then it's just a dogfight at the end and nothing happens. I have a question for that. Okay. What do you think is the reason that the second half is so bad? Is it because teams adjust or is it because Frazier doesn't adjust adjust quick enough to what the teams are doing now? That's a really good question. I think – I don't think the fourth I, – I like the 4-3-3 three, three that they're doing, especially with Keegan and and – Gutman and Acosta out there because you can really let anyone drop back to be the third guy back. Um, I think the problem is when you're doing just so much like for like subs in that second half uh, that it doesn't force the other coach to adjust his lineup at all. You know what I mean? And his positioning and who's where, because he literally did a line change tonight. I mean, it was a straight up we took our three attackers off and we put three attackers on in the same exact positions doing the same exact stuff. And it's like, what do I have to change? What was working so much that you decided to keep doing the same thing? And parts of it's like you got worse at a position and you're doing the exact same thing in a worse way now. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's and, and, because I think, <laughs> I think Lewis and Barrios were pretty good tonight. I think Cabral was not, um, but I thought all three, I thought Yappy had a good night. I thought Harris had a great night. Um, Galvan, I still think, needs to kind of figure out that right wing a little bit. Um, he, he is going in. He is cutting in. He is yes. playing a double time with Bassett Correct. and letting Keegan be the winger, which I kind of enjoy because it lets Bassett move to the left and be that kind of that facilitator on that side, and that's kind of what you need. Totally. Uh, I'm kind of for that kind of like inverted winger, which – Gavon's kind of playing, and they did. That's where he's more comfortable, and I think that's where he's actually been the most lethal. So yeah. I'm in for that. But this is my question: So do sure. you think it's more on Frazier not making yeah. the adjustments quick enough, like or using those subs to kind of find something different? Well, shout out to Matt Pollard tonight because we were talking about this. It was like when we were going with the line change, we saw all three warming up for probably two, three minutes before. So like, so we we knew it was coming, um, and you know we wanted to. All right, who's coming off? Are they just going to do a line change, right? And I thought they had the perfect opportunity to push Galvan to the 10, right? Okay. Um, and keep uh, – and then you can switch all three out, right? 
and but take Bassett and sub yeah. Bassett out there and have Galvan be your creator in the middle there, right? Or when because because Cabral came over pretty late, it looks like it was just Lewis uh, and Barrios, right? And then you thought maybe you could leave Yappy in with those two. I thought it was kind of hard to pull him. He was, I thought he was in good position all night, really. Um, and it was just like the like for like thing, right? You really had a chance to to put Galvan in a new creative position that would have forced Houston to kind of change what they were doing. Um, you could have pushed Yappy outside. I mean, there was just things you could have done instead of just going like for like and running the same thing. That's so interesting you say that because I kind of thought the same thing. But to me, it was what would happen if we push Kelvin to the striker role where mm-hmm. he's been incredible in Rapids too. You bring in a Lewis and Barrios, and then you also you take Bassett out and you let Galvan be that ten, and then you that just attack that you just attack with speed, and because you're not getting anything through the court, you're not those um, crosses to the box were not getting anywhere, none of them were close except for one that Cabral barely missed. So why not try just attacking down the middle and then see if you can open up the wings a little bit more and then yep. go back to the outsides, which is what I was expecting them to do. And that's an adjustment I think Frazier has to make. And maybe it is you take out a Lawless for a Moise, where Moise can push up higher than Lawless and have more recovery speed. So Ronan can push up a little bit more and you let Acosta push up. So you have Max who at your last back line and then you do you have Moise that's kind of playing that, like that fake six, center back role where he's just right ahead of uh, Maxu a little bit above the halfway line and then you do have a Ronan and uh, Acosta opening up the wings a little bit more and having that and it just felt like it was such a missed opportunity to experiment a little bit and how you said that that line change it's like you know where you're going to get from those three why would he just go back to that instead of trying to maneuver a little bit and trying to change your style of play to help out your players out there. It's just, I just, it's so uninspiring. Like I just don't, he's so fine going nil, nil drop. Like Frazier is so cool with that. As much as he talks about like, Oh, you know, we're disappointed. We couldn't finish, you know, we were going, we're going all out for a win. I just don't see it. The dude, the the game plan is a nil, nil draw. There's, there's nothing inspiring about that attack. There's nothing creative about the formation and like, whatever, you know, like if you don't lose, you don't lose, right? Like that there is something good about not losing. It's not a complete negative. It's just so boring. It it's really so boring. It feels like if the Rapids don't score in the first half, they're not going to score all game. And that's where and they really only scored what twice in the first half this season or something like that, maybe three times. Yeah, and it comes back to the <laughs> to me. It comes back to, like this Frazier thing is it just thinking like him as a defender. Yeah, is it him just like hey, you didn't get a goal scored on you? That's good. And I get that. I understand that, but <laughs> I just don't understand why you the changes need to come for him to try to maneuver it i rather you lose at this point and get a goal and you're going for it than, <laughs> right. than draw and it just becomes a stalemate man it was i mean and look houston i i mean ben olsen that dude loves a road nil nil that guy that signed ben olsen up for nil nil draws every road game of the year it's not a coincidence that Robin and Olsen <laughs> both have big O's right there, man. It's the nil, they're the nil-nil kings. They love that shit. They eat it up, my guy. 
I mean, it wasn't Ben Olsen a defender too? I want to say midfielder, but maybe I'm. I I was confusing him with someone else in my head all night long. Um, yeah, let me check real quick because I am actually really interested in Ben's playing career because I think oh midfielder. Yeah, You're right. But I think he was he played the defensively. So yeah. Um. No, shout out everybody in the chat right now. Uh, oh, it's popping Dustin, up. Rebecca, Rebecca Cody, um, this is a really good point. Yappy, I think, you know, I've been hard on, I've been as hard on Yappy as anybody. I'm not. Oh, you've been the number one, like, hey, yo, <laughs> pump the brakes guy. Well, look, he hasn't scored a goal and he's really in good position to score a goal. Tonight, I thought he was in a very good position to score a goal on most of the attacks. Um, I hate that he went to ground looking for the goal instead of passing it over to Galvan on the wing in the box on that big break he had because I know he wants a goal and I wanted him to get an assist instead. Right. If you, if you set goals up, goals will find you. Right. Like that's just how the game works. Right. Like be unselfish and someone will be unselfish back. And um, I hate that he went to ground. I hate that he was looking for the goal in the penalty. Um, But yeah, I, I thought he had an overall good night. Considering he didn't score, and I think he probably had zero XG if you go and look at it. <laughs> yeah, and it, but also part of me is like, screw it, like no. go for goal, like yeah. have try to develop that killer mentality. Well, I mean, part of me is like, like just fucking go for it. You need a little bit of that, you know what I mean? Totally. And again, wrong decision, and that's something you'll learn with time. But I like where his head was at in that in that sure. specific thing where it's like, you know what, screw it. I'm a striker. I'm a shooter. Sure. I'm a killer. Sure, I need sure. to be a yep. killer. Exactly. So again, you're completely right. Not the right play. Not what you had to do. No. But I'm all for it because mentally it looks like he might be turning a page. Because it does feel like when he gets the ball, he's not thinking as much and he's just trying to go. He's just doing. Exactly. Uh Mikey had the same thing. Mikey just let one rip. He had Cabral like wide open in the middle. Not necessarily wide open, but the right ball puts him where no one can touch it except for him. It would have been um, the exact same outcome. Acosta just went one rip. Did you remember that where Gutman left it behind him? Yeah. And he just fires one. Uh, Gutman fired a couple. Uh, it was just like, I just, I don't understand. Loki, uh, I'm kind of down for that. Like, I want shooters, shooters, sure. shoot. You can't score if the ball's not going towards the net. I mean, bro, they shot a lot. I mean, statistically, this looks like a game they dominated. Um, sorry, I'm going to pull it up as we go here. No, you're um, good. It's just, I mean, they had more shots. They had more corners. They had possession. They had way more passes completed, and they were very accurate with their passing. Um, like profile-wise, this is exactly the game you want at home. Except, I think I remember at one point we looked at it, and it was like both teams were at point three xg through like well over an hour. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was the 80th minute. <laughs> it was just like unreal. Uh, let's see. Okay, if you're looking at passing. The 86%, you know, like they were really clean. They had, they ended up with 52% possession. I think they had two thirds possession on the first half, uh, eight shots, three on goal. So they'd actually, Houston really bounced it out late and actually passes ended up being really close. So first half was all Rapids. Second half was pretty much was leaning towards Houston, but the Rapids had 10 corners, 10 corners and didn't score. Can we talk about those corners real quick? Yeah, let's talk about it. I hate that they keep having Lalas be the target guy on those. He's always the target. On that back post, he's always the target on the back post. It worked last.
last year three times. It's worked this year twice. And you have so many corners. I'm done with that play. You bring sure. it out every now and then. Especially because you have Yappy, one of your tallest players, actually guarding, blocking for him, being like a screener. I'm like, what are you doing? You're taking out Yappy out of the out of the play in order for Lalo's to score, which at that point makes no sense to me. They I think the best balls from Ronan tonight on corners, uh no one was where they should have been. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple where he found nobody. Yeah. And so, easy, easy snags for the Houston keeper. And it was just, I don't know. The, the, they have such a high XG this year on set pieces and they aren't converting. So, it's like they are getting the ball on heads in the box in dangerous positions. And they just, they just can't finish. I, it's it's mind boggling. Their best play on those on those corners are literally the little choo choo train they do, and then they all like spread out yeah. because at that point everybody's out and going. But when they're yeah. just when when they're doing that play that we're like Yappy is covering two uh, Dynamo player away from Lawless, I'm like you're mm-hmm. taking Lawless and Yappy out of the play because Lawless not going to be able to run through Yappy, right. and Yappy's not going to be able to turn around in time to get get ahead. <laughs> Wallace had two arms around Yappy to start that play. I just it happened like two, know. three times, and then yeah. like this makes no sense. You're taking out your striker, who like like tall, big dude, for a defender to try to score the score a goal. Oh like, man, it why? was real. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like um, sorry, just I'm keeping going. I keep going down this stat sheet. Clearances, this is the interesting one. Uh, Houston had to make 32 clearances. So they were in the right, you know what I'm saying? They were in the right position to make plays happen. Um, But just desperation defending on their back lane. XG finishes 0.4 to 0.3. That's fun. Uh, (laughs) Did you know that this was the the only game today without a goal? I believe that. I was looking at I sit next to Pollard and his fop mob. He has fop mob alerts for any MLS goal, and his phone is just like, yeah. Minnesota Uh, drew with LAFC in a great game, by the way. There were some really good games, and again, this is such a stacked. They stack everything, so it's impossible to actually watch any. Um, Nashville, since he was interesting until Nashville got two red cards. LA got a red card early against Vancouver. Philly dominated. RSL again. St. Louis again. Good lord. Sorry, Dustin. I wish you saw more goals. I wish I saw more goals. Covering zeros, dude. Six, six, six nil nils at home. That's insane. Dude, it's so bad. Six. Six. And again, like the good. Our- that's six shutouts. That's great. Six shutouts at home is great. I love that. Sign me up for that. Turn half of those into wins and you're in a playoff spot right now. <laughs> Score one goal in those. Like, come on. And you're literally, that's what, four, 12 points? That's yeah. 30. They have what, 19? They have 19, 18 before this game? Mm-hmm. So you have like what, 12 You're right points. in the thick of it. Yeah. You're like right like ninth to like seventh place around there, I think. Yeah. And it's like now you're just like still last place because you can't win at home. 
And shout out to our guy Rabbi over on Holding the Highline. Before the second half of Portland was played, I think he had it where even with the Dallas win, they needed to go at about a 1.77 points per to end the season to be even have a shot, right? To even yeah. think about it. And since they went draw, draw, right? So I now thought it that was more than that. Higher. I thought it was like 2.7 or something like that. I think it's one point. I mean, 1.7 is a lot. That's that's a pretty high points per game, right? That's more than in the playoffs if you have that for a season. Um, you know what makes the words? Opaku scored today. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Navarro coming, man. Navarro will be here for League's Cup most likely, if not that first game at Nashville. Definitely home for Toluca. That um, does like he. You need him in there. You're not gonna train with him. You're not gonna try to be like, hey, let's give him a few minutes. No, you you give no, him that the Andrew, dude starts. You yeah. give him the Andrew Kuman from me. You know what, dude? We're not fighting for anything. Go the fuck ahead and try to yep. win as many score as many goals as you can. We were talking about this tonight and, and uh, about Cody's question here. Um, do you think you could see a Yappy Navarro combo? Or are you gonna see are you gonna see Navarro play with a second striker, whether that's Diego, Cabral, Yappy, Harris? Um, or are you gonna keep it wings out? Uh, Navarro is the target in the middle. I think you do wings out and keep Navarro in the middle because you are getting good crosses in there. You're just not getting finishing. anybody that can yeah. finish them, which is like that's – Or get in position out. to finish. Yeah. Exactly. And the other issue is that I think if you do second striker, that takes Gavon out. And Gavon's been a really effective player in my sure. opinion. And you kind of want to keep him out there. And Gavon's already hitting that middle part so much and like mm-hmm. playing so central that I think it would just crowd that area way too much for Navarro if you have a second striker out there. Sure. Or and I think you just gotta let the guy cook and give him space. Okay. I think if you do shadow striker, I would do a ten and then like a, Rubio, like last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of just go with the nine, and then that ten is like a Rubio who's playing almost up. Like literally playing like two steps behind him, or Galvan. Exactly, that can. I think Rubio that because he has that striker mentality that makes the runs. Galvan is more of that creative kind of, t- kind of like I'm gonna try to get you that pass in the, one of the dopest ways possible. <laughs> like that is <laughs> all about the flair. Sauciness. Like, he might be. He might literally be um Brazilian. So I think the way <laughs> to go is like. You put you put if you if you're gonna do two strikers that has to be Rubio because they're different qualities. But right. with Yappy and Alvaro, they're so like similar that it's not gonna make any sense to be so redundant on top. Unless it, you wanted like a four four two, but I don't think you have enough midfielders to run out of four four two. You know and if I mean? you do like unless Rubio is one of those, right? And then you could do like a Rubio, Navarro, Yappy, but then then you're really relying on Gutman and and Rosenberry up top. It just gets really confusing. So I think you still kind of have to just take this Harris and Galvan wing action, which is really working, really working. Harris was great tonight, and just replace Yappy with Navarro. And I think you're cooking, honestly. Exactly, and I think that's and I think you just got to try that because mm-hmm. you found a system that's working for you. You found players that are working well in the system. I still think that if you have a true six, the system explodes because mm-hmm. you can't even just if you leave Cole out there, that's cool. But maybe you want to push Ron into that 10 spot, sure. Like, and I've been thinking, what if you want to give Bassett a break? Why don't you put Galvan in the 10 and then you push out uh Cabral out to the right of the winger? I do want to see that. We haven't seen enough of it. 
Um, and I think it'd be a really fun combination. You have Gavon at the 10, and you got two speed guys that can really get crosses in there. Harris Cabral outside Navarro with like a Ronan Galvan Acosta midfield is exactly. like, yeah, I kind of like that. You're getting intrigued, and this is what I I'm am. talking about. <laughs> and then if you really want to like spice things up, take Lalo's out, put Bombi in there. Bombi yep. playing that double six pivot kind of role mm-hmm. that can push back, go up, push up. Because he can play kind of that mm-hmm. mid attack to your defense kind of way, mm-hmm. where you're like playing three quarters of the field and then co- three quarters of the field and then coming back to defend. And I think that's Bombi's perfect role because he has some great long balls. So if you put him there, he can push the ball to the right, to the left. And then you got Gavon taking guys on in the middle anyway. He's like, let him cook that down the down the seam, and then you got two speed demons that can just cook almost anybody, and you're you're having something fun. Then you got a tall guy Navarro, and then let's say there's a cross coming in from Harris. You got two tall guys and Caprog coming right in into the box trying to hit that header. Harris is not no slouch himself. He's tall and he's he can really he's jump. Fast. Yeah, and like yeah. I think that combo would be fun. Sure. If, maybe you might not score any goals, but you're, that combination is going to be really fun, especially with the Navarro in there. Do you have any other things you want to get to about this game that aren't player specific? Um, four three three, amount of opportunities. I did the changes, which was the only one that I, I like that really caught my eye immediately. But besides that, yeah, not, not much. much. All this for Wilson was uh, there was no update. According to the guys that were at the press conference, no update from Frazier on Lawless yet. So the other one is, uh, I'm upset Bombi didn't play. I thought Bombi should have should kind of be treated in that aspect. I'm trying that to think, did Wilson Wilson came on as a sub last game too, right? Yeah, but the issue was that Bombi wasn't back yet. He was right. the international. I just duty. think you gotta let Wilson cook a little bit, especially if one of those two guys is outbound. You know, like not that I know anything about that. Um, Mitchie scoops over here trying to. I would have scooped guys. it already if I, that, I wouldn't be scooping it at 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Um, <laughs> but, or nobody's uh, watching. Um, I guess the. Okay, so I guess the thing that isn't Flowers that is a player specific. Do you notice who didn't play at all and wasn't featured? Yeah, that really kind of gave me second thoughts. Who? Your boy. I mean, my boy. Your boy. <laughs> Wayne's boy, someone's boy, uh, Charlie's Wanners, boy, Wanners boy. Uh, happy birthday, Wanners! If oh yeah, that's another one. Uh, Wanners was <laughs> Wanners was very like he was all over the Apple. Good, good for ass. him. Happy birthday! You on the uh, on the on the broadcast, you could hear them singing "Happy Birthday." And I'm like, that's so badass. Shout out, Wanners! Love you, man. What Thank a you. way to cap off Wanners week! Hearing his birthday song on the Apple broadcast—that's dope. Um, but yeah, Sam didn't play tonight. Uh, didn't play he was he he was a starter in that portland game was subbed at the half and the restart this didn't play the game before either didn't play the st louis game or not st louis uh dallas game um that's extremely weird for a player that's been that played dominant in the starting lineup in like three different positions too you know what i mean like he's played everywhere yeah like he also played shadow striker like He's been all over, so I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, I'm kind of insinuating what I think it means. I don't know what it means, but um, yeah. Um, Kevin, you're right, man. C38 was legit tonight. I, I made a note of that in the game thread. It was loud. It was um, – I was impressed. I was honestly really good crowd, pretty busy crowd. Um, 
I got to go down and check out North Boundary at halftime. That was really cool. The oh. GA tickets are sick. You do have some tables that are like reserved. So there's like the GA, it's like 40 something bucks. And you're just behind a few tables that are right there on the end line. But if you get one of those tables behind the goal, that has to be as cool of a spot as you can get. It is a little uh, sketchy. I saw a few balls head out that way. So like you have to keep your head in a swivel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, but it's right there. I mean, that is like a really good seat. Um, no, I'm all for that. One other thing game wise that I wanted sure, to talk about on player. Um, real quick. What do you think about them playing out of the back? Oh, it's terrible. You thought so? Awesome. I thought it was their best game that they played out of the back. Mm, okay. I should they, say, okay, they had one chance where they were like, okay, I get why. Let me rephrase it. It was, they were passing accurately and consistently. But it was Yarby to Lawless to Yarby to Maxu to Yarby to Keegan to Ronan back to Yarby. And it was just the whole point of playing out the back isn't that you keep passing it back to your keeper. It's that it's a progressive and he's starting it and then you keep it going up the field and it just kept going back to Yarby. Um, And it was just so frustrating to watch. It was like that you guys have to find that next spot. The biggest hole for me was the right side because Gutman hugged so tight and Galvan was hugged so tight to the line and Yappy was like riding you know that the high line they're trying to get to make a run and there was just a hole in that part of the midfield there yeah on the right side where just that would have been the next progressive pass and just nothing was there um so that was frustrating I should say that they were calm cool and collected and they passed it to each other accurately and they weren't training it over that's to me the biggest thing sure because it's like even though it didn't lead to an immediate thing, they didn't turn it over and they got it to the second half. Even if it took, they got into the opponent's half, even if it took forever. And I'm okay with it taking a little bit because they're not the Barcelona's. They're not the Napoli. They're not even Brighton out in the Premier League who's great (laughs) at that shit. Like you're just not those teams. So like, and it's going to take you a little bit of time for you to get this system and how to play out of the back and seeing what they did in, the Dallas game to what they did this game, huge mm-hmm. improvement in my opinion. I was happy to see them play out of the back in the Dallas game. I was really happy that they didn't turn it over mm-hmm. and gave them an opportunity and didn't give them. An there opportunity. was one scary one uh, where I think Lawless was like letting it go through to a midfielder or something like that. Yeah, in the in the uh, first half, but other than that, good job. And that's what I'm happy about. Also, sure. Ivan Franco, it's not him. Houston no. fans, I'm sorry. You guys think like like he is not your Max. Max was him. This dude was not. It's not even close to. Honestly, him. yeah, Leo Quinones. Um, Quinones is good, but just so. I did lazy. like Quinones tonight. Uh, who do you think rated highest for the Rapids? I'm gonna say Ronan. No, 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 no. Lawless. Lawless always ranks the heights. Fought mob love not not no no love for lawless tonight on fought mob then it's gonna be yarby because he He was player of the match seven seven he had that great save late on baird that uh and and i think he was just good all night you know he swept well when you know got out of the box when he needed to um distribution was accurate as 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 i've seen it all season just a really good game from him um next highest out highest outfield player was gutman at a seven five you love to see it um, and then next was 
the guy that we go hardest in this section on was Cole Bassett. Nice 7.3 for him. I thought he was involved. I mean, still quieter than you want him to be, but, you know, didn't no yellows, wasn't whistled a lot. I thought his defense was solid and active. Uh, passing was great. Yeah. Offensively, he read the game perfectly tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're as perfect as he can, at least, because he made the right pass, but he also risked it at the right time. And it was totally. never a risk that left his team in the back in a bad in a bad spot, which is like perfect for him. And then Keegan and Ronan were seven months. Everyone also, else was below seven. So also Ronan played the sixth dope. He dropped in between he was great. The defenders yeah. and actually did a great job in that position. So Acosta only rated a six four. I thought it was Acosta's best game of the season. No, he had a really good game at home too. I forget what it was. Sure, but it was up there. Yeah, it definitely top three of the year. Definitely. He was great. I'm surprised he rated so low there. Um, active. Did he get um, a yellow? Nope. Rap- no yellows. Did. No yellows for the Rapids. Uh, just the two in the first half. Um, oh, unless you count Ben Olsen's late. Um, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. It would be funny to see a, I, I see a visiting coach get a red and make him, make him do the walk of shame. Um, that would be awesome. Okay. Should we jump into flowers really quick? Yeah, I don't. There's here. Let me pull that up. Oh, shit. I don't think there's gonna be like a lot today either way. You can go there first if go. you want. Uh, I was gonna take it from you, but my flower. I'm not gonna take Do it. From it. You. Do it. No, take it. No, I'm taking Ronan. I really okay. like Ronan's game today. Sure. I'm the one that bashes the most on him, and I think sure. today uh, he actually had the game I would love him to see because he created from that back line the most. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any major turnovers. He was positioned correctly on match. He was getting, he was tackling, man. He was like going at it defensively. Like he wasn't letting players push him around like he usually does. And I really appreciated that from him. I really appreciated the effort defensively. And I think he was the one that was creating the most out of that midfield. And I really appreciate that. He was good. He was good. I don't think, you know, I think that 7.1 is, is maybe slightly lower than I would have graded, but I, you know, I, it wasn't his best game. wasn't his worst game. I don't think having 10 corners and, you know, not having one assist is, is a tough look for our guy. Um, I blame so much the tactics sure. on those corners more sure, than I but do. The balls weren't great. The ball, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, there I, were a couple that were yeah. right into the goalie's hand and I'm just like, yeah, yeah yikes. you know what but, I mean? He's had a lot of, change. when you're the set piece guy and they had a lot of set pieces, I think they had 16 or 17 total set pieces tonight. Um, you got to find one of them. You just have to. When you have that many set-piece chances and you have those between Yappy, Lawless, and Maxu as target guys, um, you got to convert one of them. Yeah, and have again, set-piece is not great. Run of run of play, I thought it was his yeah. most complete game of the year. Absolutely. Where Absolutely. not a half he graded out at an eight instead of grading out at fives or two in different plays of the game. Uh, I'm going to give mine to Harris. Uh, Calvin Harris. I think he drew four or five fouls in the first half, um, which we were surprised that, you know, repeated infringement yellow didn't happen by that fourth foul, which yeah. is about, you know, where he got hurt on the sideline. Um, Cause he took a knee to the kidney or something like that. Uh, you know, like eventually you keep getting fouled like that on that wing and creating, you know, he created corners. He, um, him and Gutman were linking up great again, again. God, that's such a nice partnership. Um, I love I when Bassett joins it too. That little yeah. trio really knows how to like move around and get the ball. No, that was really fun. So yeah, Harris. 
Yeah, and also it's really cool that you got a style of play in one side of the field where it's like very team connected, runs, passing it. Then on the right side, you got two dudes that just run at you and, Ke- and Keegan and uh, Gabon. And it's like so contradicting, but it keeps the defense guessing what are they going to do. But I do think Gabon and Keegan have found some nice give and go stuff on that. On that. Oh, they definitely. both play really tight. I wish they loosened up that wing a little bit and, and went inside more, but um, that's where they're both comfortable. So go for it, you know? I'm all uh, for it. Any others? Uh, to me, I'm gonna give it a Yarby. I think Yarby deserves. Yeah, absolutely. A, a lot. Like I literally, the thumbnail of this with uh, Yarbroics, because without him, I think there's a one zero, one nil, two nil loss because he really did have some great saves that kept the game nil nil. And if without awesome. him, I think there's no other. There's there's a world that we're sad. Maybe not even doing this pod because we're so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bummer of a loser's lounge. Um, no, yeah, yeah, Yarby. Especially on a day where Illich goes through official, you know, on like a pretty long deal with team options. You know, like he could be here through 2027, you know? That's... Is that our Jokic? <laughs> Let's go. Um, How about you, man? Another one? And look, I don't, you know, and just really quick, I don't think Yarby's getting pushed out this season. I don't think there's a rush to get him out. You know what I mean? Um I just think if you have a target that you like, again, like you can't, I think people read too much into the time frame of, 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 of windows, right? It's just like you only get this window in winter and that's it, right? It's not like the NBA where you have like nine months straight where you can make moves, eight months straight where you can make moves, right? So if you think this is the guy and you don't think there'll be a keeper that you want in the next window or the window after that, lock him up. You have him now. Like that's a good, also, you know. It's also so weird for the MLS because like European clubs have like four months, like from the when the season ends to the when the season like a month until the season starts. But the MLS only really has two months because during the winter window, the European clubs only have that one month, and afterwards, so nobody's gonna want to sell to you because they can't replace their players. Right. And then over in, during the summer months, everybody's trying to snatch everybody up and you have no chance to make any moves because the summer window, you only have that one month and it's after mm-hmm. already everybody already started their window. Right. So the MLS is kind of like a disadvantage because they're playing with different time, time frames that are kind of the opposite of the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's really hard for them to understand to like you, when you have a player, you got to get that player and just kind of go from there. That's like the Gutman move. Like, you know, where it's you like... Take it when you have it. Yeah, exactly. You identify a target that you like and you go get them, whether or not it's like the immediate, you know, need, which they then immediately address with Navarro. But you know what I'm saying? It's like you only get so much time to make moves. And if you see a guy you like, you got to do it. Um, I I don't really have any more, man. I can't like I thought Keegan and Gutman were good, but not enough. You know, I thought Maxu again was like fine. there's a bunch of uh, roses, but not a lot of flowers that you can give. Sure. Yeah. And I think um, there's, no, no, there's not a lot of like reason to spend a lot of time with it because it was just a solid game that mm-hmm. ended up in a nil-nil. And like you mm-hmm. can't, there's only a few guys that actually stood out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's three unbeaten going into the week's cup break. So you do have that. That's nice. You know. We're calling bad. it. We're calling it a break because me and Mitch are down on the squad, making it far. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> I'm just calling it a break because it's not MLS games. Uh, I'm excited for League's Cup, man. I am too, but I, again, it's more like 
how far like I'm Nashville excited for Las Vegas and backpacking and <laughs> yeah you're just going on a break like, <laughs> just so you guys know me Mitch and Dwayne do this out of full passion so we give up our Saturday nights to do this every Saturday like literally like the funnest times of the year summer Saturdays we decided to say hey you know what what if we work on those days for free literally so like that's why when we get a small break in the summertime, we go ham because we don't get a lot of those. Seriously. Um, so, yeah, Vegas is going to be dope. Um, staying at the MGM. Watching, oh, dope. Watching United. Hopefully. And then you're going to go to Circa, Circa Sports Resort. You're probably going to go hit the pool. Yeah. Before. One of the, one of the dopest places. We're either going to the pool or Meow Wolf. We haven't decided yet. Uh, but definitely, we will be stopping by Circo one way or the other because those are the homies. Um, man, so Navarro is going to probably play the next game the Rapids play, which is and if not, Sunday. he'll be playing the next home game. I, I, that yeah. pisses me off. You need him to play immediately. <laughs> well, no, I just don't know. I mean, once uh, the paperwork's done, he'll play. I just, you know, it's a long process. Like he's not here; he can't be here until the paperwork goes through. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I don't blame later. the Rapids for this. I'm yeah. just saying, like, he needs to play as quickly as possible. It's more of a, like, urgency, like, you know, like, right. it's an urgency, not like, let's go. Exactly. It's not, I'm not blaming anybody because it's, like, not their fault. Like, you can't, unless, like, I blame the U.S. for having the dumbest green card process in the world. But, like, that's <laughs> well, about it. <laughs> you know how you can pay extra, like, if you're if you're going, uh, you know, to, like, to Mexico or Europe or whatever, and you forgot yeah. to renew your passport, and you can just pay extra to expedite it? Yeah, I did that, actually. Can't, so, yeah. <laughs> can't Kronky just, like, slide some cash to some officials at whatever department that is and just make it happen a little quicker? Dude, this is the weirdest thing. I was actually thinking about this today. I'm like, how are, um... How was, like transferring green cards for athletes a thing mm-hmm. only in soccer like you have Jokic you never hear about like all oh, his green card his passport right. you never hear about like uh, Matambo when he came you know Joel Embiid like Rudy Gobert you don't hear about these guys that are from like other countries they're like having problems even in baseball like, you, don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't hear it about the Dominican players that come over like right right yeah and I think maybe that's because I think because the windows, I think it has to do with just like the timing of the windows. You know what I mean? And like having that one window midseason, one window off season, which is in season for, uh, you know, for Europe. Um, and I think you just kind of notice it more. Like, I think the only time you notice it in the NBA is when you go play in Canada. You know what I mean? And like yeah. some, some guys stuff just won't go. You can't, this guy's yeah. just not playing in Toronto tonight. Um, and, but you're right. I think it's baseball, just, you would see you see that too because some guys are refugees in the U.S. Yeah, from Cuba, and you can't leave until you become a citizen. Like if you're still a refugee on that status, um, you have to stay in country. Basically, it's just um, so weird to me. Like I was thinking is. about this today when I saw the whole Marco yeah. thing, and we know why it took so long, you know. Yeah. But like, it's just I think about it, and I'm like so weird that i don't hear about this in other sports especially in hockey i'm never hearing like oh that's nathan true Ma- the nathan whole team's Ma- international exactly nathan mckinnon couldn't get his green card arturi lekkinen wasn't able to come through because his work visa was like expired you know what i mean oh, but yeah. it's 
a constant thing in soccer all over the world and i'm like why like why is it such a thing in soccer but you never hear it about it in the nhl we're like oh miko ranson and has to stay another week out in uh finland because his green card got denied and now he has to reapply through a different process and right like, right and like oh, harris harris had to go back right like he was here he was in college here he was drafted here he was on two different clubs here and then had to go back and, and that's now he's back with a green card he had to like, take a break this season it's just so awkward to me that you, you that you don't hear it in any other sports but in soccer it's like a prominent thing and you understand if you're signing an outside player it's gonna take two to three weeks for him to get here so interesting i wonder if there are some countries where i mean i'm sure it's easier from like mexico and canada obviously um i wonder if there's any european countries where it's like super easy to work with i don't know i have no idea it, every time i look over like during a game and we start thinking about this stuff i'm like hey uh, emilio omar like what's and, you know they're like like who know like that hands off on those questions it's like how i don't know like that's like governmental process like, the wheels of government move slowly right so it's just so awkward to me that we hear this constantly in our sport but like around like there's plenty the of international time. sports where like they don't have these things going on so is it america that's just causing this Right. Well, like, I doubt it, too, because, like, I remember when uh, Xavi Simmons went out to the Netherlands, he was having trouble crossing, and he's from, like, he, he is, like, Yo, from the Netherlands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know. Like, it's just so many things. Like, it's an awkward thing. Let's see. What else? What else? Illich, we talked a little bit, just talked about. Um... Illich, is, if you want to know about Illich, we did a whole pod on him. Totally. Go look for it, and that's literally the same reaction because nothing's going to change from that to this. They just literally said, okay, you're good enough to be here. Did we see anybody's last game as a rapid tonight? I keep hoping for two people and I'm not going to say their names, but I keep hoping there's two or three people that play. I mean, I think, yes, I think for sure. Yes. Yeah. I think, and not because I know who it is, but just, I know that they're trying to be active. Yeah, that's all we know. Uh, like, trying to leave, like that's it. Like, if I had to guess, I think Kevin is more right than Cody. I don't see Lewis going anywhere. Um, yeah, I I doubt Lewis leaves. Um, there's nothing I've heard that would make me say that Lewis is out the door. Um, yeah, Barrios either, but Barrios is Barrios more is expensive, bro. Also, Barrios is more yeah. valuable to a team than Lewis. Correct. Yep. 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 Um. So we'll see. I don't know. Um. Yeah, one, well, of the, one of the one of the defensive backs now that um now that Moise is back and you saw Edwards on the bench, Kata available maybe. Which um, one would you rather leave, Barrios or Lewis? Both of them want to leave. Which one would you rather leave? Probably Mikey. He's just older and more expensive. But that's me. And too. I think he's kind of lost a step. Wilson or Lawless? Which one would you rather see leave? That's interesting because I think there's a great argument to keep both. Um, Wallace obviously is a fan favorite. His work with um with uh, uh the uh, Special Olympics yeah. team, Rapids for the day the, kind of thing, too. just in the community. Um, I see more Lawless kits than any current player when I just walk around the park on game day. Um, he's you know he's super popular, great dude, so nice, um, great presence, Wilson. It has that veteran savvy you want. You know, he's great with the ball at his feet. Uh, great at organizing the defense. Um, 
my guess is Lawless would probably have more value on the market um, as more of a plug-and-play mid-season kind of guy. I think if it was off-season, Wilson might be more of a target. I just think Lawless you can just put in there because he's so athletic. Yeah, and that's that was what I was going to go with. I think you have more Lawless's on the squad mm-hmm. than you have Max Hughes and Danny Wilson's. Mm-hmm. So I think you would want to keep Danny because he's kind of like, him and Max Hughes will play very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think you want that. And I think you have a bunch of Lawless, like in a Michael Edwards, a Beta. You have a lot Bombito, who are a lot more athletic, who actually sure. run. So I think it might be Lawless, but again, it's a hard decision. That's a really tough one. I don't like that you put that on me. Um, okay, Sam or Barrios? Sam or Barrios, I think it's going to... I'd rather see Barrios leave. I think Sam has been a contributor. He's been great all over the yeah. place. So I think it has to be Barrios. I think Barrios is no like it's nothing against Barrios. I think it's just this team is in a different spot where he should be. I think he should be in a contender, being a super sub and helping other players. Sure, I think uh, that's what his role should be. Yeah, I think that's great. Kevin via um, Burgundy Wave. Yeah, uh, same, same no, thing. yeah, same person, <laughs> Matt. Um, uh, no update on Lawless post game. Um, how about Yappy dislocating his shoulder, getting it popped back in, and just getting back on the field? That's what I'm talking. Dude's becoming a killer. Dude does not like – and again, it's – Let's not like, give him uh, killer until he scores, but he's no, on no. the right track. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a killer, <laughs> but he's becoming one. Like mentally, yeah, he's totally. trying to flip that switch, which is what we want from Yappy. He's mm-hmm. 18. I was too high on him. I'm play-the-kids kind of guy. It is what it is, and I think he's about to like – he's trying to flip that switch. And maybe having Navarro be the super nine – Oh, so you know what I mean? My push him, and let's, then you have a great problem of who do you play? <laughs> like, bro, the hype, the hype on Navarro is real, bro. I talked to pretty much everyone I could tonight. That's you know not just our usual little press corps. Like, yeah. talk to the comms guys, some of their media departments, some of the, just the staff around. Like, it is like they are hype city. Oh, Rapid, the team, the front office, everybody that works there. Oh, yeah. Has nothing but good things to say about that guy. So I'm excited. Uh, you want to go ahead and plug us out? Uh, DNB underscore Rapids, wherever you hear, follow us there. Five star review on podcast, which would be Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, anywhere. Just give us a five star review. I have nothing I say, don't say it at all. Give this video a thumbs up. We'd really, really appreciate it. That really helps us show our higher ups that we're trying hard and that there's people supporting us and everything we do. Do you think anyone listens to us on an actual iPod? That'd be dope as shit, though. Like a Zune? <laughs> Those little <laughs> fake MP3 ones that you used to get at the flea market. <laughs> it was just the Microsoft version. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, if you do, please send me a, screen, a photo of that. I really appreciate yeah, you guys. That would be unreal if someone listens to us on a Zoom. Let me know. Um, <laughs> yo, shout out to two of the coolest people I've met via this that are real Rapids fans. You guys roll. Um, let's see. Become a diehard at the DNVR.com. Obviously, um, I've already gone over the list of all the things it gets you, but it's worth it. Um, bet at Bet365. Uh, go to Kind Love, drink a Breck Brew, wear your Shady Rays, go to Legal Pete's. Uh... <laughs> and then send us a picture while you do it yeah. all together. <laughs> and uh, more important than all of that, as always, baby, 
even after the sixth nil-nil draw at home this season. It right is at home, baby. Right at home. And always will be up the pits.